time for episode four of Fact Check This Podcast. Uh, I guess I wanted to start out, I'm not really sure what kind of schedule I'm going to do on this until people actually start uh, like listening and paying attention and suggesting that I have some sort of a set schedule. I'm just kind of doing it uh, on days that I have time in the mornings to sit down and uh, knock something like this out uh, before work. So if anybody has any recommendations for like uh, a schedule of how many episodes a week and when during the week would be a good time to do it, I'm definitely open to suggestions because as of right now, I'm just kind of winging it and putting one out whenever I have an opportunity. Uh, I'll probably do probably do at least uh, at least two or three this week, especially since it's election week and uh, everything is kind of crazy and it's going to get even more crazy. And that's uh, that's the big thing that I wanted to talk about today is the election, not so much uh, Donald Trump, Joe Biden or Joe Jorgensen. You should vote for Joe Jorgensen. But uh, what I really wanted to talk about was some of my thoughts on how things will go after the election. And I also wanted to explain my proposal for how I think elections should be decided. This is going to be fun. So to start off, I think there should be no incumbents, period. You've got, and uh, I think that should go for every position there is. Uh, You can run, you can do your term, be it two, four, six years, however long it is. And at the end of that, you don't get to run again. Now, after somebody else has had their turn, You can come back and you can try again later, but you don't get to have consecutive terms. Like you need to go. Everybody needs to go at the, you get, you get that two, four or six years to figure it out, get it right and make some changes or you're gone at the end of it. Like regardless of whether you accomplish anything, you're gone. I think that would actually motivate politicians to, Uh, Get off their asses and do something. Quit bogging the entire country down in the bureaucratic bullshit that uh, everybody, at least every common person hates because like government never accomplishes anything. We all know that the government never accomplishes anything. And the reason they don't accomplish anything is because they have no motivation to accomplish anything because they're going to be there in perpetuity as long as they're able to get enough money and get enough votes and con enough people into thinking that they're actually uh, there to support the people that they supposedly represent. So no incumbents ever. Like you've got, uh, say, the president of the United States, you got four years to get shit done. And if you haven't gotten shit done in that four years, you're gone. And even if you did get stuff done, wonderful. Good for you. You're still gone. Like time for somebody else to give it a try. So I think the, uh, I think the primaries should be handled more or less how they are. Like, just take a whole slew of idiots, put them up on a stage, and let them beat the hell out of each other, uh, asking questions and going at each other's throats and trying to prove why each of them is terrible. And then, uh, so at the end of the whole primary season, we get to go to the primaries, and the top three from each party, the Democrats and the Republicans and the Libertarians, if we want to get them involved as well, I personally, I think they should be, but 
just to really make the two-party system actually uh, functional and serve a purpose. Like I think you take the top three from each at the end of the primaries, and then leading up to the election itself, they have to go through a series of Jeopardy-like challenges. And at the end of these Jeopardy-like challenges where they compete against each other, they have to answer questions and they'll be given points for answering questions correctly. And this is all going to be televised so that we can all see just what morons they really are. And uh, at the end of it, there has to be a minimum threshold of points accumulated showing that they actually have at least a bare minimum amount of knowledge about the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, uh, all the different amendments, certain laws, uh, foreign policy, stuff like that. Like they, there needs to be kind of a uh, more or less the the Jeopardy challenges would be a cumulative test to prove that they at least have some understanding of what's going on and how the country and how everything actually works and how it was supposed to work based on the founding of the country. So after they've gone through all this, they do their their Jeopardy challenges. Whoever wins from each party, they then have to have a boxing match. And whoever comes out on top, that's your president. Whoever finished number two in the uh, Jeopardy challenges leading up to the election, that's the one who gets to be vice president. So then that eliminates old people who have been in politics for a million years because nobody nobody's gonna nobody's gonna bank on their uh, octogenarian uh, Joe Biden that's been in office for fifty years and is in clear mental decline. Like nobody's betting on him to get in a ring and box with anybody. Uh, so then you're going to actually get people who are a little bit younger, a little bit more physically fit running for the offices and you can get some real competition. Plus it takes care of the, the spineless uh, transition of power that I talked about last week where like nobody has any fear of losing anything in these elections because sincerely they don't lose anything. Uh, anybody that, loses an election okay so look at look at Mitt Romney for example so Mitt Romney was the governor of Massachusetts and then he ran for uh president and lost and now he's a senator in Utah like none of these politicians ever go away losing is not the end of the road for them if you've made your bed and you've gotten yourself in good with the right people and especially with the right money people along the way then all you have to do is just keep riding that out and they'll move you wherever you need to go and put you in a position to get elected uh i'm i mean look at romney for instance is a perfect candidate for that uh they moved him to utah he's mormon they moved him to the mormon capital of the state or of the country like it they put him in a position to get himself reelected over and over again. None of these guys ever actually fall out of power. Uh, how many uh, how many of these how many of these politicians that got caught in the middle of like 
terrible, crooked scandals are now deans or like, head of uh, different colleges and universities. Like, <clears throat> if that doesn't tell you that, that the universities and the colleges are fucking indoctrination centers being run by the government, look at how many either loser governors or senators or ones that got caught up in scandal and got run out of office are now working at these colleges and universities. <clears throat> it is, it is a joke. It's a bad joke. I, I don't, I don't understand how people don't see that your politician losing doesn't mean anything. Like that just means they move into a different position somewhere else in the country and get to continue doing the same stuff that they've been doing forever, forever. They, it never ends. It never stops. And that's why we need like no incumbents. We've got to do something's got to be done to break the system. Like these people have got to be removed from the office that they're in now and not allowed to move into a different office somewhere else. I mean, it's something's got to be done because it is uh, government as it is, is a largely, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Incestuous creature. I believe, uh, so I might be wrong on this, and if I am, somebody correct me. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Gavin Newsom is Nancy Pelosi's nephew. Uh, I mean, you had the first George H.W. Bush, followed by George W. Bush. You've got Jeb Bush. Uh, look at the, the Kennedys. Joe Biden and all of his connected uh, brothers and son for everything that's coming out, <clears throat> everything that's coming out on that now, like shoot, as soon as, as soon as Trump got in office, all of his kids became cabinet members. Like the whole thing is nepotism and it's all incest. Like they, it's all the same people just moving around to different, to different parts of the country, different positions, different roles, Nothing ever changes. And and we the people ignore it. I we wholesale ignore the fact that none of these people have any accountability to to do anything with any level of uh of moral uh of moral compass. Like they just get to do whatever they want and it's it's a shame. I can't believe, I guess I wish I could say this with sincerity. I can't believe that the country has reached this point as far as the government goes. But then again, as I've talked about previously, this is the way the government works. It, it's the reason that it's the reason that communism doesn't work because, and if you've never read it, you should just for shits and giggles, if nothing else, Read the Communist Manifesto and look at what Karl Marx, you know, said and believed and like the ideas of it and the ideals of it. They're good. They're on on face value. They're not bad. Like it, it's a interesting thought piece and it's it's very unique in that manner. And it would be interesting to see it work 
if it actually worked. But the problem that you have is the same problem we have with every form of government is that it is just this big incestuous creature that there are going to be people who elevate themselves into positions of power, even in the most you know, utopian view of communism or socialism, there are going to ultimately be people who use the opportunity to put themselves in positions of power. And then when they get in positions of power, everybody who is related to them or connected to them, friends of theirs, those people get other positions of power. And then the people who are connected to them get positions of power. And eventually it turns into the ruling class and all the rest of us. And that, that's that's the way every single governmental system works, period. And the fact that people think government exists to solve problems or is going to make anything better is absolutely asinine. Like Historically, it has been proven that that doesn't work, and it never will work. There is no government that is going to long-term work to make anything better for anyone ever. So something interesting that's uh, going on across the world right now, we're, we've been seeing the riots and the chaos for the last six months or however long here in the United States, uh, ever since the George Floyd thing. But what's really crazy about it is that's going on all over the world. Uh, I strongly recommend you go and listen to last night's episode of Free Man Beyond the Wall. Uh, where he and uh, his guests talk about a lot of this kind of stuff. They get really into the weeds with some of it. Uh, it's a little more in-depth than I, I'm able to or really care to go. But, like, there is mass unrest across the globe right now, and it's all kind of leading up to this election and the next round of COVID lockdowns. Like the the world governments are finding reasons to lock everybody down again. The the totalitarian government that has kind of emerged from this uh, COVID pandemic, it's not going to stop. And government never gives back power that that it's taken. It it always just expounds on the power. So, so it's not going to stop, and there is there is no way, no matter how this election goes, that any of this gets better. I mean, you're already starting to see uh, New York, Washington D.C., Los Angeles, like all these major metropolitan cities across the country. People are boarding up windows and doors and preparing for massive riots after this election which i thought the promise was that uh if joe biden got elected that all of that would end that that would just fix all of the problems and biden is leading in all of the polls so why in these big leftist cities are they boarding everything up like what do they know that we don't know and it's not that they know anything. We don't know. It. It's that uh, they already know what I've been saying for a while now. And that's that it does not matter who wins. This uh, civil unrest 
the riots, the burning everything to the ground, it's not going to end with Joe Biden being elected. And it's definitely not going to end if Trump is reelected. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The Whatever the outcome of this election is, what you're going to get is more riots, more chaos, more violence, more burning everything to the ground. It's not going to end. And everybody in these big cities knows it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> they, they said it jokingly on a, it was a podcast I was listening to. the other, I guess it was uh, Dave Smith's part of the problem. He said that uh, there were riots and they were burning stuff down in Philadelphia. And his and uh, Robbie the Fire Bernstein, his co-host, said, "Oh, did they win something? Because that's the, like that's the way it goes in these big cities. If they if they win a Super Bowl or win a World Series, win whatever, they burn the city down. And if they lose, they burn the city down. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter if they win or lose. They're gonna burn it all down." And everybody knows that. And, and like Trump or Trump or Biden, neither one of them being elected in this this time around is going to solve any of the problems that this country currently faces. Shit, Joe Biden created 90% of the problems we have in his 50 years in the government. He's He has had every opportunity in the world to fix it. And every legislation that he has put forward has actually created the problems that we have now. And people know that. They know he's not coming in to fix anything. He's just a continuation of everything that's wrong with the country and everything that's wrong with government. Kamala Harris is a continuation of everything that's wrong with the police state. That's why in the primary, she got no, she got no votes. Like she got absolutely washed out of the primaries because she is total hot garbage. And everybody knows it. And this is what the Democrats gave you. Because like the Democrats did not give you what you wanted. The Democrats gave you what they thought you needed. And that's the way government works. They don't give you what you want. They give you what they think you need because they are your benevolent overlords who know better than you do. It's why government. It's why I hope, hope to God, Eric Holcomb gets just booted straight the fuck out of Indiana and Donald Rainwater comes in because Holcomb has all the answers and he's seen all the data and he won't let anybody else see any of that. But he knows what's best for you. You don't know what's best for you. And fuck that. That's not the way it works. We are supposed to be the people who are in charge of the government and who get to make our decisions for ourselves. Got a little heated there. But back to what I was talking about, everybody knows that no matter what happens in this election, nothing is going to change at all. Absolutely nothing changes. It's just going to keep going forward. And we're either going back to status quo of six years ago, or we're going to continue with status quo of the past four years. But no matter what, nothing actually changes. And honestly, with Trump, what's really changed? Like, other than the media acting like buffoons on a literally daily basis, nothing has changed with any of anything that's going on in the government. And it's it's all just so ridiculous that people think that a new politician is going to change anything. And then we don't even get a new politician. We get one that's been in office for 50 years. What I sincerely believe is Joe Biden wins. 
or Trump wins. Either way, if Biden wins, then the West Coast breaks off. Uh, not not literally breaks off, but California or uh, if Trump, yeah, if Trump wins, California, Nevada, Oregon, Washington, they secede. They just say bye. We're out. At that point, if that happens, the Northwest uh, to the New York and New Jersey and everything north east of that, uh, along with Philadelphia, probably Delaware, uh, that that eastern corner of Pennsylvania, that all breaks off and says, all right, we're out too. We're going to start our own thing. Uh if Biden wins, so in that scenario, we end up with two isolated city-states of their own, or uh, state countries of their own that secede from the rest of the United States, and then you get three uh, separate countries. In the event of a Biden victory, if if Biden really does go back to the status quo of what Democrats normally do, which is raise taxes and bomb third world countries into oblivion and really not a lot other than that, uh, then I don't see much changing. But if Biden comes into office and they immediately start trying to uh, make D.C. and Puerto Rico states start trying to cram the Supreme Court with new nominees and pack the court. Uh, if they start trying to enact mandatory mass mandates nationwide, mandatory lockdowns nationwide, like they start showing full, full tyrannical overreach on a broad federal level, then at that point, I can see the middle of the country splitting off. Uh, I think the way it would look, it would be Oklahoma, Texas, New Mexico, Kansas. Uh, that would probably be Arkansas split off and become its own. Maybe and maybe Arizona split off and become its own country and say, we're out. We're not doing this. Like we're going to secede. And then you also would have the, the Southeast, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, uh, the Carolinas and Tennessee would also secede and become its own country. And then you get, kind of the middle or the more middle part of the country, uh, Kentucky, Ohio, the western part of uh, West Virginia, the western part of Pennsylvania, Indiana, southern Illinois, not Chicago, and then Missouri would split off and become its own country. At that point, the west coast would be isolated from everything else so then they could go ahead and do what they wanted to do want to do out they're already talking about want to do it now anyway and get what i talked about in the trump scenario where california oregon washington and nevada forms its own country and then i think you would get the uh like the frontier states would kind of form their own 
thing, Idaho, Montana, the Dakotas, uh, Nebraska, and possibly Colorado and Utah would kind of form its own thing. And then the, uh, the Great Lakes states and the Northeast would become its own thing. So in the end, you end up with a, uh, a very Western Europe type of uh, formation for the, for the country where you've got five to seven small uh, countries within what used to be the United States. And I have absolutely no opposition to that whatsoever. So uh, I think if that proposition scares you because of where you currently live, you should really be making uh, some preparations to get out of where you are now and get to whatever part of the country it is you would want to be in if that were to happen. Because as much as that might sound completely ridiculous and might think, oh, that would never happen. I sincerely believe we are not just slowly stepping closer and closer to that, but I think from tomorrow on to the end of the year, we are in full 100-yard dash sprint mode going towards that outcome. Uh, and uh, there is a part of me that hopes I'm wrong. I hope it's uh, Biden comes in and just doesn't do anything and the world continues as is. But that's not the world we live in anymore. COVID has proven that. And it's all going to get really hairy and it's going to get there really quick. So I hope you're all prepared. <clears throat> uh Check out some uh, check out some websites and different stuff on how to grow your own plants, uh, agorism, and all that kind of stuff. How to be self sufficient because there is a very real possibility that you're going to need it, and we can't take you all in at our house. We'll be fine. Hope you will be too. I'll follow up again later in the week, and we'll probably talk about the election. Um, speaking of that, I promote the Peddling Fiction podcast all the time. Do some work for those guys, or for uh, Johnny and that that podcast. He is going to be on the Death to Tyrants podcast on Wednesday. They'll be doing a debate recap. I suspect that'll be releasing either uh, Thursday or Friday. So go check out Peddling Fiction, Death to Tyrants. Uh, free man beyond the wall and while you're at it check out the lines of liberties guys there is so much information out there in the podcast world that you should be able to fill up every day listening to people who are way better at talking about this shit than i am so i'm a wrap there have a good day everybody and i'll talk to you later <laughs>